for uh, an organization like the Hoop Gym. And so I accepted and we've been communicating since then. And then here we are. And I think that I won't be talking for too long because the topic, I don't think is much confusing. But I would like to just clear your mind. Because sometimes you, you know something, but it is only that um, you have an idea of what the thing is. So you just need somebody to direct you to what it really is. So you are, I'm just trying to take away anything ambiguous. Is that a Rupakman t-shirt or something? Yeah, you. Uh, I was in Rupakman school several years ago as well. So. When I see the dress like that, I'm happy. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So, I will say that I have a very simple assignment. I want to tell you, I don't want to beat around the bush. And, uh, I'm not a charismatic. I know some of you are looking at me. I'm not a charismatic. So if you're charismatic, I don't have anything against you, but um, you're a Baptist. Amen. Amen. And I'm not only a Baptist, I'm not part of the Ghana Baptist Convention. I'm part of a very small group of Baptists called the Reformed Baptists. And so if I don't sound like a charismatic forbidden, and I'm sure we are going to learn something today. Amen. Okay. I want to also thank God for the other pastors on the bill with me. I want to say that um, it's a privilege to also, I think one of them is, is Reverend Nathaniel here. <laughs> okay, please let's give a clap of So, one of my mates, I don't know whether he told you, a Duncan said, he said you are his senior in Marfield. Yeah, so I, I, I used to be a pastor with Duncan Sets with the Lighthouse Chapel International, I think 13 years ago. And uh, me, I left, he, he was he still there, he just left. And then, uh, you know. <laughs> Amen. Amen. So, I'm so privileged to meet him. And I believe that today we'll learn something. I want to say that in order for us to know what the gospel is, we need to know what the gospel is not. I am into Christian apologetics, so I say it as it is. Praise the Lord. I am not going to miss words. If I see a pastor who is false and mention his name, and you should just allow me to be myself. I'm not one of those. I'm not a pastor, quote unquote, in my church where I attend. I'm seen as an elder, but once a pastor, always a pastor. So I happen to be the team lead of Apologia Africa. And we are all over Africa. What we do is we defend the gospel and also offend with the gospel. So we do what we call apologetics and polemics. So what it is is that in case a Muslim is trying to attack the Christian faith, we stand and we go and debate. So if some of you remember well, this video where a young guy, Muslim guy, was challenging the Archbishop to a debate. How many of you remember? Archbishop Dr. Williams to a debate. Yeah, so I took him up, so I debated him in Nima on top of a mosque but he thought that he's the only person who can die. So I debated him on top of that mosque. It was 99.9% Muslims. 
and I debated him in Medina. And the topic was, is Islam a religion of peace? And since that day, he's not been able to speak like the way he has been talking plenty. Let me tell you, let's give you the of him. So we, we have something. I've shown them that if they, they are willing to die for a false stuff, I'm also willing to die for something true. And when the Muslims know that you are willing to die for the gospel, they are also afraid. When I go to Lima, I find out that they, they want to take pictures with me. But they can't understand how somebody would want to die just like that. You understand? And we must come to a point where we believe the gospel. This is what I'm coming to teach. When I talk about, when I finish talking about the gospel, I talk about a bit about confession. Because that's the only thing that will make you go forth to go and preach. If you don't believe in what you have, how do you even go forth? You understand? So, we debated on, is Islam a religion of peace? And when I was starting, I told them that when you beat me here, you have shown that you are not of peace. So I tied your hand with that particular statement. I tied your hand. They're watching me like that. The, the debate is on YouTube. You can check it out. Desmond versus Jafar Ahmed. We finished around 2, I think 2 a.m. 2 hours, 30 minutes. Some of you, you are Christians, but you do not know what you have become. You are tossed by every weight of doctrine. Some of you are impressed. You want to live and go and join a love and grace city ministries international. Don't know what is wrong with you. Even as you are in the Presbyterian church, you still want to go out. Anytime I meet somebody who has just left any of the Orthodox churches fresh, I speak to the person back. Yeah. The drama in the other churches, you have no idea. I'm from there. I was a pastor in a charismatic church. I am telling you that the Orthodox churches are closer to the truth than the charismatics. I'm telling you today. I'm starting my. I told you I'll say things you may not like, and uh, then that's me. Now, I'm talking to you about what we call the gospel. What the gospel is not. What the gospel is not. The first thing I want to state is that the gospel is not God has a wonderful plan for your life. The gospel is not God has a wonderful plan for your life. Because some of you, that is the kind of thing you enjoy. Uh, you want to listen to somebody tell you, oh, God has a very wonderful plan for your life. Uh, yesterday, I was going to the house and I noticed that some people were having a crusade and the pastor kept telling them that come to Jesus. All your, all, everything about you is going to change. Come to Jesus. You are going to reach, uh, you, 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 if you, if you are, if you are only going to cancel your debt, it's a lie from the pit of hell. Come to Jesus, things will change. Let me tell you something. Today, I'm facing you. Christianity is not come to Jesus and things will change. In fact, you may find out that the day you will come to Jesus, that is where your challenges will begin. 
And the reason why we are having these challenges is because the kind of gospel that has permeated our public space has misrepresented the right stuff. So much that now we do not even know what is, uh, what is the truth and what is not the truth. When you go on television today, you watch a plethora of ministers who are from different places and have different emphasis. Some of them are talking about seven ways to come from behind. Some of them are talking about how to, how to uh, overcome. Uh, some of them are talking about how to become a, 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 a good Christian. Uh, how to do this and how to do that. And so most of us have been misinformed by such people. And some of you think that when you wear a white suit and uh, you, you wear a, 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 a clerical and they, they sing, they play hymns behind you and you walk with the Bible, then you are somebody who is preaching the gospel. And there are people who, and some of these things have come to permeate our space so much that the real gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ is lost. It's lost. Recently, uh, I was in Nairobi and uh, I was being interviewed and I, I quoted Bishop Ojedepo uh, who said that it was because Job did not pay tight. That was the reason why he had all the atrocity uh, and that came on him. And I said on that television that Bishop David Ojedepo is lying. He's a liar on that particular scripture. And, and most of us have come to a point where we think that when the thing is 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 very big then it it necessarily make it right and someone who used to place my articles in his church group called uh, another pastor and said uh, i'm not going to put his articles in our church group again because he has attacked a father figure another thing which is in ghana that is killing christianity father son or something relationship and whatsoever it is in the charismatics i don't know about uh, the orthodox churches but it is all about a man a man takes the center stage of everything. Yesterday I was preaching, so I was talking about uh, how we must call false teachers out. In Lighthouse Chapel, you are told that correction upwards is a, uh, what do we call it? Uh, re, uh, what do we call rebuke? Oh, I forgot it. Uh, uh, it's disloyalty or whatever. Meanwhile, in the Bible, Paul looked at Peter and corrected him openly. Did you hear him say that Paul is it me you are correcting here? Do you know me? I walk with Jesus. I have been given. I was the one who gave the correct answer when Jesus Christ asked who he was. Paul, you saw Jesus in the vision. We we talked, we, we have touched him. Do you know the kind of revelation we received when he was around? When did you come, Paul? Did you hear him say that? Did he, did he stand in his pulpit and say that uh, you are going to be leprous as white as snow for talking to me like that? The head, I, I, I am the head of the apostles. And then when you go to a church where the pastor is not accountable to anybody, it is just a sign that you are not in a good place. So the first thing I'm saying is that the gospel is not God has a, a wonderful plan for your life. If the gospel is God has a wonderful plan for your life, the God should be apologizing to the apostle Paul. Because when he called him, all he had in his life is, is, is not closer to anything wonderful. He was having all challenges here and there. 
So that we should come to a point where we understand that the gospel is not to make yours to make you comfortable. You listen to Joe. Some of you, when you see Joe Austin, you still put him there. I don't understand how you be in a church where you see Joel Austin on your TV and you can't switch him off. Somebody who says that human beings are 99% good, and you know that when we leave you alone somewhere right now, you will mess up. And if it is not by the grace of God, you will not even be sitting here. Human beings are not 99% good. In fact, they are 99% bad. And that is not the gospel. When you hear somebody telling you that you are good, and the rest of which you are, some, of, some people even say that if God has to come to this earthly realm, uh, he has to actually seek permission from man. God cannot do anything on earth unless he has permission from you. You sitting here. And that, that theology is propounded by Masmuro, is propounded by Tantamunev, is propounded by Kenneth Coppola, is propounded by Kenneth Begin. And all these people are the reason why the gospel is stifled on the continent of Africa today. Because when I read West African church history, I noticed that the gospel began to take a nose dive when these people began, uh, when the gospel of uh, Kenneth Begin began to come across through the people who visited his Tulsa, Oklahoma place. You will see that why is God mentioning the names of all these people and all that? But Paul mentioned names. He said demons and all these people are forsaking me. It's not wrong to mention people's names. It's not. Unless, of course, you say they are God. We cannot mention their names. So what is the gospel? I've decided to draw everything from the book of Romans today. I do not want to take you a helter skelter, take you here, take you there, take you there and all that. Who is annoyed? <laughs> <laughs> Amen. My ministry people are always annoyed. So this one is normal. It's normal to me. I don't. We are not here to please anybody. I'm not here because of money. I don't know how much you do that will satisfy me. I'm here to preach the gospel. When when I fly to South Africa, I pay my own uh, tickets. When I fly to Kenya, I pay my nobody. Can't tell that we're here because of money, and that's why I can see the things I'm saying. That's how we believe you. My car, my car, the car. You see my face again. That's how you see me. You see me on Facebook, and you remember I told you. I don't want to go to where they will ask me. You went to Mambo sometime ago. You were telling the world and all this, and they are on high. You are in a certain realm. You are in a certain dimension. That's the worst they use. You, 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 the realm at which you are. Which realm? Which realm? When the young man was talking, he said there are great men, man of God. Hey, my brother, there are no great men of God. There is only a great God. Which great God is that? There is no any great God. Me, great. How? Somebody say prayer is the answer. How is prayer is the answer? Because it's somebody who is going to answer. And he is God. He can choose the one you pray, you answer. So God is the answer. It's not prayer. But his own sovereign will. He can decide that this thing you are asking for. The way I will teach you, where you are, yes, I don't mean you are my young you. And that is God. You understand? So what is prayer is the answer for because one thing said you are coming to turn the hand of God to do what? You imagine that all our prayer, some people say prayer can change things. Imagine that if 
prayer can really change things. You understand? Okay. And then uh, two two people who plead who pleases God. Let's find that they're on the same level. God loves them alike, and they are here. They are coming to have a crusade here. People are dying here because of famine, and it must rain. And this one is praying that the thing should not, the, the rain should not happen. At the same time, when these people are also praying that they say, what? there will be confusion. So he decides either to rain or to make sure the sky is clear. And it is based on his sovereign will and not because a man uh, uh, twisted his hand to do something. So, Carl, are you saying that prayer is not important? Prayer is not supposed to change the hand of God to do your bidding, your selfish bidding. You are so pray in prayer, you commune with God, and it is it is for your own benefit. And there is another prayer that people pray, I decree and declare. I decree and there is no decree and declare in the Bible, anywhere. Whenever you hear it anywhere, I'm telling you today that it is a false prayer. It is taken from the book of Job. There is this. You declare, declare what? Then, then somebody will ask a, a question in the book of Genesis that have you commanded the morning? Then they will make it a prayer, commanding the morning. How? How did the question become my prayer? You can't command the morning. You can command the morning like you you command a lot of people to come and sit here. So about the gospel is that all humans need all humans need to be saved by grace all humans need to be saved by grace let's read Romans chapter 1 verse 18 before I go Romans chapter 1 verse 18 Here, then when I finish, I have to leave you. The question and answer, you will do everything. I will praise me, Minister of Noah, up to you. Praise the Lord. Amen. Because you know the good, you chose good ministers. You are the judge of a apostle, doctor, minister, Romans. Romans chapter 1, verse 8. 18. If you have it, you can put or it's not okay. Okay, one eighteen. Your who, who is there? Just read for me. The projector is there. Somebody should read. Romans one eighteen. Okay. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men. Okay, so the wrath of God is revealed from heaven unto all ungodliness. And unto all men who are who are unrighteous. So for those of for these days, um, uh, people try to write away the wrath of God. The, uh, his one of his attributes, he says that God is not annoyed. God cannot be annoyed. He's a loving God, and that God hates the, the, the sin. He does not hate the sin. I'm telling you, it's a lie. I'm telling you today. God hates the sin. That he loves the sinner. He said, Look, I can give two scriptures in Psalms. That shows you that the wrath of God is oh, sin. He loves the sinner. He hates the sinner. Say times so they will be before hell. Sin will not be before hell. No more will be sour. Where is logic? 
just common sense. People have, they have misinterpreted the gospel so much that when you say some of these people think you are presenting a very weird God. Meanwhile, this is actually who he is. So in chapter 1, verse 18, he said, The wrath of God is real on all godliness. Now let's go to my first scripture for the day. Let's look at Romans chapter 1, verse 30 to 32. Now everybody needs, now all humans need to be saved by grace. And this is because everyone, no, with no exception, has a sin problem. Sin is trusting and acting on our own opinion rather than God's truth. So this is because now all humans need to be saved by grace because everyone with no exception has a sin problem and sin is trusting and acting on our own opinion rather than the God's the, rather than God's truth. Let's look at Romans chapter 1 verse 30 to 32. Be, be quick if you are the one who will be quick. Okay, Romans 1 verse 30 to 32. Yes. But by this, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient parents, without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection. Okay, so, 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 so this is to show the nature of man. You understand? Recently, Ajinasari's son, the younger one, he came to post on Facebook that uh, when you get, when they give birth to you, you don't have sin. So he, he was being away with the biblical doctrine of original sin. And what he was saying on Facebook is that from the time you are born to the time you get born again, it is the innocent stage. So I told him, because the coming year, and I am Ghana how because we will not allow what went on in the past and we looked on like that to go on. Because I will call you out. I will, we will get TV, we will pay for it, and we will mention your name. And we will call you out. We will let people know that you are a false teacher. We are not going to allow any person to mess up with what God is already doing or what God is doing in this house. And he says that, what do you have to fly out in Paul? I will fly out on you. Ah, who knew she cried? What do you mean, Paul? You know, and when the sin how did he even know? So the nature, the reason why we, we come to church is not because we would have to, uh, we come to church because we need a certain life, uh, our life to be modified. We are not coming to church because we need uh, a, a, a certain protection from Satan. We are, not, we are not believers because we want to build houses. We are not believers because we want uh, a promotion in our workplaces. We are believers. The major reason why uh, um, we, we, we need Christ is because we have a sinful nature. So the church does not exist to provide a pipe bomb water for the community. The church does not exist to just build schools. All these things are very good things, but they are not the foundational or fundamental reason why the church exists. So everybody, the reason why you have become a Christian is because of your, your sinful nature and your need for Christ. So when you watch 
you were mosting and he's telling you that you are not that bad you are so good you yeah you you and, and you, you you switch on your television and you are watching i am telling you let this voice ring that you are lying to yourself that's not the gospel that's a motivational speaker a motivational speaker will make you comfortable in whatever thing you are you are not bad you are so good yeah. and that's how he talks so the reason why the gospel is necessary is because of the prevalence of sin so how to come from behind is not the gospel now, some people think that the gospel is 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 uh, the gospel. Uh, you are supposed to move beyond the gospel. You cannot move beyond the gospel. You are supposed to move beyond it and begin to think. You, you cannot. Some people also lie and they tell you that you are supposed to preach. Your life is supposed to preach the gospel. You are a liar. Do you know the gospel? Anytime you hear that, tell, I'm telling you today. Anytime you hear somebody say that, let your life preach the gospel. The person has lied to the gospel. You can, look, the gospel is the news and the fact that Jesus Christ died and resurrected, and I re, I reposition myself in what He has done on the cross in order to gain salvation. And so how do you play out a news? That is the gospel. Also, is that not the gospel? So how do you play out a dead news? Now, the reason why people say that is that people have misconstrued morality with the gospel. You see, the morality, morality actually is, uh, is something that could be found in all the religious bodies. So, uh, the gospel will produce morality, but morality is not necessarily the gospel. So, what can you be saying? You are the gospel, and you are just telling the person that the effect of the gospel show the effect of the gospel. But the problem with man is not it's not the effect of the gospel, but it's not the effect it's not the effect of sin, but sin as a principle that is working in them. Somebody, the person is smoking cigarettes. You are not supposed to take the cigarette and throw it away. Say, don't smoke again. Smoking is not good for you. Five reasons why smoking is not good for you. Twenty-nine reasons why you will die when you quit community. No, that's not what the person needs. There's a fundamental thing working in that person, and that thing is sin. That's the fundamental thing. So when you take the cigarette away, he will still go back to the cigarette because it is only the power of our Lord Jesus Christ that crushes that sin for the person to throw it away himself. I hope you understand what I'm talking about. So the the, the brokenness is not just a. a, a a, a, a Gentile or Jewish thing. When you read uh, uh, that, uh, the book of Romans chapter 1 verse 32, 32 uh, um, let's look at Romans chapter 2 verse 1. In Romans chapter 2 verse 1, quickly. Romans 2 verse 1. Mm -hmm. Therefore you have no excuse. Oh man, every one of you who judges for impassing judgment on another you condemn yourself. So we are, we are all condemned. This is the point I'm trying to make. We were all condemned. So if you are already born again, then you have come out from that. But 
The gospel is about a condemned man. Condemned. When you meet people, you say that the God bless you, sorry, leave that way. That's not the gospel. When you meet people, you say that, and they affect the best check it. I will assure them, but that is not the gospel. We have what we call Suya Night. We are a youth group called So So and So, uh, 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 Jesus and Mary Youth Group, and we are we are telling you that come to our youth group because tonight we will be dealing, we will be eating kebab, and when the person comes to that church, when the person says he has come to join your church, he was warned to what a kebab, <laughs> because. These days, Christianity has become so progressive that we think that, okay, see, you bet me, um, you bet me, I'm on wine, uh, bear two shots, be no assistant, any common wine. Woman wine, you hear, no, but sorry, he has been worn onto wine. You people don't understand what I'm talking about. So it means that Jesus is the solution. The word of God preached, powerful is the solution. Lighting system, thrown at the back of Titus, is not the solution. And uh, preaching, this says rejected. None of the Puritans believed in that. So you're preaching a program, passing. Then it affects your emotions. The way you're still there, so good. I want to, I want to change it. That's not it. So in our place, you don't do that. The person comes, this is the pulpit. Our pulpit is very so I can't old one with the pulpit now. You are not moving anywhere, you are there. Because we believe in the reform tradition that who move up and down over the starting conform. So the problem of sin is the reason why. The gospel exists. So when you see a pastor preach, so with what I'm telling you, when you watch around, you see that the gospel is not anywhere on a public space. I passed by Madina, I saw 30 days of strange prophecies. 30 days of strange prophecies. And some of you are planning to be there. And I pray that you repent. And your byproduct of the gospel. Tell me that I'm not gather for byproduct. What we are telling you, you don't like it. You want them to come and do choreography. And we do it like this, like before you know that you are in the church. We didn't need to have a pay choreography, sir. But people like it, but I don't like it. And they pay, and they pay, and they like me at two, and they only have concept, nothing. And I say, now this school. Room be 
took my phone room be now when you give me blue now the lights as you say show then you you behave then you take a picture you put on no beauty pastor chris no crazy young crowd oh why but now oh yeah this this is very easy to become a minister just go to the studio or something